Now, good morning. It's the eve after Black Panther came out. I'm feeling mad radical. I'm feeling a lot of black power right now. I don't give a damn who that might offend. You are allowed to have power and unity and and feel dignity and, you know, your race. But that don't mean that I don't fuck with every other race too. But today, I'm going to celebrate. It's like us winning the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So, this time, this time around, on this podcast... With your man Plymouth the Phoenix, we gonna talk about things in society that we look forward to changing. I hope to get some call-ins, um, but let's get to it. Listen, I started thinking about what's going on in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I work directly with people in the hood, and I'm not one of them people who live in the hills and make assumptions. I see it, I see it every day. You know what I'm saying? I damn near dream what's going on every day. We are in a, it's kind of like an epidemic. You know what I mean? And listen, if you don't like vulgarity, you don't like curse words, you might as well tune on out because I, 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 this, this shit ain't, this shit ain't uh, ABC radio, my nigga. This is real talk. Now, we kind of had an epidemic in the hood when these young niggas think it's more important to be the fake thug than to be the motherfucker who owns shit. I, 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 you know, I work with the youth, them high-risk youth that be doing all the dumb shit in the hood, them fucking knuckleheads with no fucking guidance or anything. So when I think about it, I hear them talking about, yeah, I hit the block. Can, can I make five fifty a week if I go to a job? See, that's why I hit the block. All right, so you made five fifty in a week, right? Let's do the math on what five fifty a week entails in a fifty-two week year with no taxes taken out. Let's do this. So I got my other phone in my hand, and I'm looking at it. Five fifty times fifty-two. Now. That's $28,600 in a year, right? And that's no taxes. That's all your money. But when you think about everything else that comes that along with that $28,600, that $550 a week that you make, let's see. Your dumbass is probably going to get caught. You know what I'm saying? You fuck around and get shot. You fuck around and get killed. Oftentimes, these little niggas... They don't have that sense to be like, yo, you know what? Let me put that. And really, you can't put it in the bank because the the bank monitors it. Like when you start putting certain money in, as a person who worked in the bank society, they start monitoring your money as you put it in. They're like, yo, this nigga put 500 in this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't getting from checks. Like, what's up? They shouldn't really do that. They should just mind their business, but that's what the banks do. They they make notation of it, and then blah, blah, blah. But these dudes is not putting it in. You know what these young boys is talking about? Yo, 
I made 550. I took my girl out, spent like a quick 800. Gotta hit the block again, blah, blah, blah. I, I bought the Mason Margellas and shit like that. The shit that bothers me is, why you doing all that? Why you taking so much from your community and you being all derogatory like that for your community? Why ain't you, you talk about flipping shit and flipping shit, right? Flip that shit the correct way. Start fucking buying shit in your community. Start buying up these houses. Start buying up these broken down properties. Flipping them. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't even be in the drug game that long. You know what I'm saying? You should be. If you go, it's, it's just like saw how the prince said. Get your money and get your ass out the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to talk too much on the Black Panther movie because a lot of people haven't seen it yet. So get your ass up and go see it. But listen. I got to take a quick interlude real quick because you know how Anchor do. I will be right back after these messages. So, I'm back. It's your man Plymouth the Phoenix. We're back on the topic of thoughts of the youth. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I get it, man. Like, with these youth, it's a lot of pain. A lot of them didn't have daddies. Some of them lost their whole families or, or death inspired super dramatic pain. The death of a friend in front of them, the death of anything in front of them. You know, families being drug addicts. It's a lot of shit that caused these young boys pain in their lifetime that made them so cold, that made them so arrogant, that made them act that way. And when you get to when you get to see the Black Panther movie, you'll understand it if you're looking correctly. You'll see the correlations between uh, a, a, a lot of the things that are going on today in the world, period, and the conversations that are happening, period, between black people in America and black people in Africa. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of black people all around the world, period. But when you talk about pain, you'll see the correlation of you know shit like that murder drugs and 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 fucking not having certain materials in your life can do you'll see that correlation later on in the movie but nevertheless these young boys out here they trying to make a way for themselves they also trying to you know suppress a lot of the pain that they went through they also trying to be trying to be something, you know what I'm saying, like, but in turn, these kids, they become follow the leaders, they become drug addicts, they become heartless, and, you know, we have developed this epidemic in our society, we have failed, in generation and generation and generation, we have failed the next generation after us, because we didn't do something I don't know what that something is but you also see that in the movies too how the father figure either didn't prepare us or failed us in some type of way you'll see that shit in the movies you know what I'm saying but that's up for you to figure out when that scene takes place and see the correlation between people in Africa and people in America you know what I'm saying? So, my thing going forward is this. 
we have to understand how important it is to not radicalize, but prepare the generation after us for what's about to come. You know what I mean? Like, we got a, lazy, we got a lot of lazy, bum-ass, drugged-out kids that's right now that don't have any ambition. They just want to sell drugs, and they're still doing a mountain shit. Like, they selling drugs, but still on their mama couch. They're not getting their family out the hood. They fucking make a minimum wage in the drug dealing game. You know what I'm saying? Because they still broke. They still got to ask motherfuckers for money. They don't have any sense of enterprise or anything. They're just like fucking. You can't be the fucking uh, supplier and the user. And that's what they are. Like They sell the money to get high. Big told us a long time ago, nigga, never get high off your own supply. And that's what these kids is doing. Like, they hustling backwards. And then, when they got to make that re-up money, or whoever they working for, say, where that money you owe me, and they short, now they got to go out here and they got to kill motherfuckers over shit, or, you know what I'm saying? Then, these motherfuckers want to be the hardest niggas since Jesus Christ, you know what I'm saying? I'm just look, looking at it like how bad it is with our youth and how we really fucking didn't set the bar high enough. We really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas before them going to jail and then not coming out and shit, you got motherfuckers sitting in jail right now waiting to see their son or their nephews or brothers that come into jail so they can greet them. That shit ain't cool. But we'll be right back after these messages. Yo, 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 it's your man Plymouth and Phoenix. I'm not going to speak on this for too much longer, but we have to figure out something, man. We got to we gotta turn the ties. We got to turn our people into being owners, being influencers of something more than a trend of fashion, a trend of material. You know, we have to make it trend that when we say that we're trendsetters, we are trendsetters of owning ownership. We are trendsetters of innovation. I mean, we've been trendsetters of innovation. And even, even, even today, we're still trendsetters of innovation. We have to understand why we're trendsetters of innovation as well, too, because a lot of these shit that these these marketing companies and shit do is, is thoughts and processes that we make, but we don't know, understand patents. We don't understand, you know, fucking uh, copyright and shit, and we just, we say things and just put it out in the air and people steal our thoughts and our opinions and shit, and then we get mad. But if we're not teaching the correct things to the people below us, meaning our children, what else? There's no need to get mad because we're not even doing it correctly to make them see the importance behind different things. So 
I just want motherfuckers to realize that in this day and time, this day in society, everything is a trickle-down effect. The shit that we do today affects tomorrow. So, if you're not going to your kid's basketball game, if you're not going to your kid's football game, if you're not making sure that your kids do homework and helping them with the homework, if you being friends with your kids, this is the worst thing ever. This is the worst thing ever. Like, something simple as... If my name is Michael and I allow my son to call me Michael, no motherfucker, you call me daddy. You call me father. I'm your father. I'm not your friend. You got to separate. We have to start separating adults from children. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of it too. You know what I'm saying? As a as a person that works in the um the the field of being a life coach with high risk youth, you know, the friendship thing it's tough to be friends with these kids especially nowadays you damn sure can't be friends with these kids nowadays because then that level of disrespect that they have with their parents they're going to try to have that with you and they're going to think it's funny and they're going to try to test you and it's because the reason why they can do that and the reason why that they do do that is because this is what they do at home I remember I was talking to Peter J on the phone about this. We were talking about all the issues that exist in society start in the home. How you teach and raise your home, how you build your home determines how a kid will go out in society and he will act. If you don't set the bar, if you don't set the discipline for for a kid inside of your household, that kid will not respect anybody that comes in his way. When people try to check them, he'll be aggressive. He'll be nonchalant. He'll, he'll, he'll pay that no mind. He'll, and he'll have aggressions towards that. He won't see that that person is trying to help him and mold him to be a better person in society. And it'll be your fault. You can't be all ha ha he he with these kids. You got to set the bar. Like, there's no reason why little kids at the age of five or six should be saying, calling their parents by their, on a first-name basis. Whoa, what are you doing? Michelle, pussy, you don't pay no bills and we ain't friends. I feed you. Don't ever disrespect me and call me that. You call me mom or you call me dad. Calling me that first name, I'll break your face next time you do that. And it starts from then. It starts from that youth age. Time these niggas is teenagers, they ain't trying to hear this shit, man. And a lot of people are scared to confront them. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I tell my kids in, our, in, in the private space, where I'm like, throw your hands. Let's do it. We'll be back. Yo, 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 what's good? It's your man, Put the Phoenix. These are my closing thoughts on thoughts on the youth. Um... We just got to do a better job at making sure that we, 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 we set the line with our youth, man. Like, I think a lot of them is lost, but it's not too late to grab them. It's not too late to help them out. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely starts with the household. And, and, and a lot, to be honest with you, a lot of parents out here need help just as well as the kids need help. 
biggest thing in our society that, you know, is fucked up is our mental, like mental sickness. I'm not talking about retardation or anything like that. I'm talking about the overall spectrum of mental illness. There's so many different levels of mental illness that exist in our time frame. From depression to fucking, you know, whatever. Uh, fucking bipolar, bipolar, uh, schizophrenia, all these different types of mental illness exist out here. You know what I'm saying? It's an era where motherfuckers is drugged out. And this shit been going on for years, but it seems as though it's getting worse and it's getting worse and it's getting worse as we figure out ways to cope and deal with the shit that's going on, man. I mean, like, I don't give a fuck what race you are. A, a, a kid in the school who's getting bullied, who has a mental disorder, or whatever the case may be, that gets picked on constantly, and people laugh, and they don't do anything about it. They're setting up for these mass shootings in these schools. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to step up and help somebody. It's okay to step up and stop them from getting bullied or getting talked about or getting embarrassed. It's okay for you to step up and be a human being. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what race, creed you are. At the end of the day, we are all humans and we all have to live this life. I mean, we don't all have to be friends, but, you know, what's right is right. You see a motherfucker getting picked on and bullied and shit. To prevent that motherfucker from coming back and shooting shit up in the future, you can help him out. Trust me, motherfuckers do see when you help him out. Animals see it. Humans see it. They won't forget that you helped them. But you have to be willing to extend your hand and help. You have to be willing to not only learn for yourself, but give the knowledge that you are learning to the next person. Which is why, in these last few moments, I should tell you. My bro, Peter J., if you haven't, check out his station. He has undoubtedly driven the force of the law of attraction. He has rewritten the definition for me in a way that I could understand that I didn't before. I was very ignorant to what the law of attraction was, and I thought it only dealt with getting girls. Listen, man. And you'll see this in the movie too. When you are focused on something, relationships and shit like that should be the last thing that you're focusing on. Because you won't do service, you'll do no good to a woman as a man if you aren't ahead and doing and have shit set up for yourself. As a man, you shouldn't want to be a bum ass nigga, and no woman should want to deal with a bum ass nigga who is not working and doing something productive to make sure that he takes care of his family. Because as men, that's what we are supposed to do. We're supposed to be the providers and protectors. You know what I'm saying? So if we're not doing those things, we're useless. Like it bothers me when I look over and I see men riding passenger in the car. Or they girl get out and they pumping the gas. Or they girl get out and putting air in the tires. That shit is not what men do. Your girl shouldn't be taking out the trash. I mean, if she wants to every time, every now and then, don't get it twisted. She got hands and feet too. But overall, there's certain things that you're just supposed to do, bro. And that's what I'm going to close it as. You know what I'm saying? Listen, 
It's your man Plymouth the Phoenix. If you have not, go here out and see that Black Panther movie. It's important to the culture. And don't say no dumb shit. It was written and directed by a black writer. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Marvel funded it, but fuck that. You know what I mean? Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? It is your man, Plymouth the Phoenix. This segment is brought to you by the Good Life Better Liquor brand. If you have not, it is available on all platforms from Plymouth the Phoenix. Go to your titles, go to your iTunes, go to your Google Plays, wherever you need to go to listen to it. You can even listen to it on Audio Mac. Go listen to that Good Life Better Liquor. Support it, stream it, buy it, whatever you want to do. Go support it. New music will be on the way. You can also check out my songs, Airy Lane. And all eyes on me right now on Audio Mac. And is also on SoundCloud as well, too. In the meantime, go ahead and support that Good Life Better Liquor brand. Yo, if you get a chance to listen to it, either leave a comment on the sites or shoot me a direct uh, comment on any of my social media platforms. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at Plymouth Defoe. That's at Plymouth underscore D-A underscore P-H-O for Instagram and also Twitter. Um, you can find me on Facebook as well, Plymouth the Phoenix. Shout me some highlights. Show me some support. If you see that I'm doing performances in your neighborhood, come through. Show support. Go ahead and put your boy on the map. I'm out here to support you. Support me, baby. Listen, enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Stay dry for the most part. And enjoy this nice weather coming up. And if you haven't, if you haven't, if you have make sure you go out and see black panther this is your man plymouth the phoenix i'm feeling great and i i i, I am out boy